How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 13 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and today we're going to go over, you know, all the big news from the first day of spring training. There's lots of stuff coming out. People are in the best shape of their damn lives. I'm in the best shape of my damn life, so uh, that's exciting. And so we're going to talk about that. Uh, Daniel Mangum had some issues that he's going to have to, you know, work through and how that uh, could work out for the A's in the long run. And for Daniel Mangdon, too. Um, we're going to talk about just basically headlines from the last day or so. And then we're going to push back the breakouts and projection podcast for another day. So uh, we're going to get into it real quick here. Daniel Mangdon underwent elbow surgery to clean up his pitching elbow, uh, which is never good news. I mean, you know, people get injuries and stuff and have surgeries all the time at this point in spring training because they're just starting to ramp up everything. And, you know, get in the actual playing shape because, you know, the season starts in about a month and a half. Um, so you get these kind of injuries. And sometimes they're ready for opening day. Sometimes they're not. Uh, right now, the time frame for Mengden, he was given about six to ten week recovery time. Uh, players with a similar surgery have missed as many as 12 weeks. So we'll see how that comes into effect. He also had a gastrointestinal gastrointestinal issue that uh, caused him to lose 25 to 30 pounds in the offseason. And uh, he's he's gained back 15 of those. So that's good to hear, obviously. But he's still, you know, 10 to 15 pounds under what he wants to be. Um, so there's a lot of things going with Daniel Mangdon that, you know, you, you never want to see from any player. Um, but how this affects the A's as a whole. Uh, right now he is very like loosely on the cusp of the 26 man roster. He's probably not on there right now. So, and he's out of options. So if he didn't make the opening day roster, then he would be subjected to waivers and he could be claimed by any team. But with the injury, he's going to be on the uh, DL. It could be a 60 day DL could be the 15 day DL. It kind of depends on how long they think he's going to miss. Um, if he's on the 60-day DL, then that would open up a 40-man roster spot for somebody else on in the A's farm system if they want if the front office wanted to use that, which would be kind of cool. Um, and also, this way you can kind of slow play his recovery time if you need him to, so that you can you know have him be recovering for like an extra month or something. I think he gets once he's activated, he can still be pitching in minor league games, and you get a little bit more control over him, and maybe you can flip him for something that's more worthwhile if he's pitching well or if he's not pitching well and you subject him to waivers, maybe he won't get picked up. And then, you know, the, the A's don't lose depth that way. So it could end up working out in the team's favor. Uh, obviously, Mangan would love to be in the major leagues, but I, I don't know how that's going to come into play with the rotation that the A's have right now. And we'll talk about them in a sec. Um, but yeah, so that's Daniel Mangan for you. Um, Susan Slusser tweeted out that Chris Davis is ready for a bounce-back season, uh, saying that his timing was off last year. Uh, as you may recall, he ran into a fence, or a wall, in Pittsburgh, and he spent some time on the DL. And basically from that point in May on, he was just not the same player at all. Uh, he had started off really strong, and I think injuries and his timing got the better of him. He just could not lay off those uh, those low and away uh, sliders, or you know, off-speed pitches, or anything like that. Uh, and then later in the season, high fastballs. And at this point in the spring training, you, you usually hear stuff like this, like, oh, I'm ready for a bounce back. I, my mind's clear. I know that I'm going to you know, perform much better in the coming season. And 
you know, with Chris Davis, you know, he has a track record of doing fairly well, hitting lots of home runs, hitting 247, which he did not do last year. So that was a big disappointment. Um, so for Chris Davis, if he's hungry going into 2020 with the A's window of contention opening up, if he's hungry and mad and ready to go, that could pay huge dividends. Him running into that wall could be a like actually a benefit for the A's. Um, you know, depending on how he actually performs this year. So if he bounces back and he's fantastic, thanks Pittsburgh. Like no, no, not thank you for injuring him, but you know for making him hungry. I'd say that the biggest news that came out for A's fans today was that Jesus Luzardo and AJ Puck, the A's two prize lefty prospects that are going to be in the rotation, uh, do not have specific innings limits, and whether or not that means they don't have innings limits or. The limit is between 130 and 160 innings. Remains to be seen. I mean, it could just be clever manager speak because Bob Melvin is a clever manager. But you know, if just just having that out there seems like they're going to let him go. He also said that they're going to you know try and be as cautious as they can with Buck Luzardo and Manaya, who missed most of last season with his shoulder, um, and give them rest where they can. So. They're going to definitely be leaning on some of the depth, you know, like a Daniel Mangdon every now and then, if he can make it through waivers or, you know, be active for a little bit of time. Uh, injuries are going to happen. You're going to need that depth anyway. Uh, go out there and get one more depth option, a veteran starter if you want to, Taiwan Walker. Um, yeah, so that's encouraging. And the other thing that's encouraging is the A's starters, they're not like talking smack. But they're confident, and I love that, because all of the greatest A's teams have had so much swagger. 70s A's teams that won back-to-back-to-back, they had so much swagger. They, they lived on that stuff. It was basically infighting and swagger. That's what they were built on. And the 80s teams that, you know, made three straight World Series, they won one against the Giants. They, they were basically built on roids and swagger. You got the Bash Brothers just bashing forearms and, you know, roids and swagger. All right, so we got a little bit of news after this uh, as well. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about how to advertise with this podcast. If you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On A's is a great way for your local business to reach passionate A's fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with A's fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. Uh, we'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, the last bit of A's news that came out today was that uh, the A's front office actually made a formal complaint about Houston before Mike Fires went public. And, uh, you know, obviously, Major League Baseball didn't do anything about it. So for anybody that's been criticizing Mike Fires, maybe they should, you know, start pointing the blame at uh, Major League Baseball 
for not doing anything, even though they knew what was going on, after several teams had complained about the Astros and them just banging on trash cans, and literally nothing happening for two years. So, you know, they're just that whole thing. Whatever. It's fine. Um, in related news, uh, Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle uh, tweeted out that the Astros are going to be holding a press conference on Thursday at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time, so, you know, Oakland time. And uh, Jim Crane, Dusty Baker, and players, not didn't say who, just players, we'll see if they were even on the 2017 World Championship team, but whatever. Uh, so they'll all be holding a press conference, that'll be fun. And they're definitely going to be, you know, giving back their World Series rings. I mean, hands down, that's got to be what they're doing, right? Because they're not going to apologize. That'd be silly. My actual guess for what the press conference will, uh, what the press conference will be, and I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably have already happened and broken Twitter. But uh, my guess is that it'll be, hey, look, we have Dusty Baker here. He's an enforcer. Our GM, Jeremy Clicker. His last name's Click. I don't remember his first name. GM Click, uh, enforcer type. This stuff's not going down on our watch anymore. Blah blah blah. We've reformed and everything. Uh, we're not getting apologies or any sort of, we're going to suspend our players sort of thing. It's going to be a BS uh, press conference that's going to be for PR purposes, which is why Jim Crane fired uh, Jeff Luno and AJ Hinch in the first place. So, you know, that'll be fun. Super looking forward to news outlets just eating that one up and be like, oh, look, the Astros are different now, and they're not. And just because this sign-stealing scandal will not go away, and players have started reporting to spring training, and so they can, you know, have their peace with the media and the local media and whatnot. Uh, Andrew Heaney, a pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels, which is still silly. I don't care. Uh, he was talking to the LA Times, and he blasted the Astros. There's a lot of profanity in his statement. I, I cut everything but one swear. So there's going to be a swear coming in uh, for any kids that are in the room. Earmuffs, I guess. So, basically, he blasted the Astros saying, someone in that locker room has to say, this is messed up. We shouldn't be doing this. For nobody to say, we're cheating other players, that sucks. I hope they feel like shit. Which I love. Andrew Heaney is at the top of my rival team players right now. I mean, like, obviously, Otani's much better than him. But Andrew Heaney, speaking his piece, I like that. Go, go Andrew. And really, him coming out to say this just means that he can't be the only player that feels this way. But players and myself, as I uh, alluded to in, I think it was Crime and Punishment, uh, it's episode like four or so of the podcast, uh, when I talked about the Astros' punishments, they don't feel that the Astros got punished enough. And especially the players who still get a World Series ring, still get their you know multi-million dollar contracts that they signed, and they, they still get all the benefits and... The team pays for it later, so whatever, cool. Um, I'm sure that Andrew Heaney is not going to be the last person that we heard that we hear about this whole thing. Max Stassi and Joe Musgrove have said, you know, hey, we were young kids and the veteran players wanted to do it, and we were like, oh, that's just how baseball is. So we just went with it. I guess you know they're on different teams now, so of course they're speaking out. I think uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who is currently with the Twins said that he feels remorse about the whole thing. And he's an offensive player, so that's kind of cool. Um, but also, he was really good that year, if memory serves. So he definitely benefited from the whole banging on trash cans bullshit. All right, so anyways, uh, the last story that I got for you guys from the baseball world 
uh, actually has no bearing on the A's whatsoever. I just thought that it was interesting and I could make jokes about it. So here we go. Uh, Blue Jays catcher. I don't know if he's the full-time catcher or the backup catcher. I think they're like a 50-50 split. Doesn't matter. But Reese McGuire, he's a catcher for the Blue Jays. He was arrested uh, last week in Florida before catchers and catchers reported for exposing his Reese's pieces. There's more TMZ elements to this story that are available on TMZ, no less. Um, but he was arrested for indecent exposure, let's go with, in his car in a parking lot. I'm going to say in front of a Walmart. I don't know if it was a Walmart. It feels like a Walmart kind of thing that he was doing. Um, so, yeah, that that happened. And he is set to appear in court in mid-March. So we'll see how that affects his playing time. Time to end of the last story. He was a one-man bang scheme. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown A's podcast. Um, we have, you know, I got the ideas for the next few episodes. Uh, it's just a matter of when they go up is according to how much news comes out. Uh, some episodes will be like this where it just runs down the headlines. Probably won't be as many as today. Maybe it'll be like a uh, first segment, second segment kind of thing. But uh, we'll get those projections and breakout performers out to you guys. Uh, I've got one on how they can win the West all, you know, ready to go. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how everything goes in the coming days, and uh, we'll get those out to you guys. But uh, in the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast. Locked on A's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts, it's fine. Uh, tweet at me if you want to, and I can send you guys links to, you know, get you guys at the podcast too. Uh, I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. We are also at Locked on A's on Twitter. Uh, we are also looking to do a mailbag. So you can uh, tweet your questions at either of those handles, Locked on A's or by Jason B. Or you can email us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So uh, yeah, we'll get a mailbag going as soon as we get some questions. And yeah, that's it. So uh, go out there and celebrate good times, Oakland. And I will talk with you guys soon.